Hi friends and welcome to the Universal Sisterhood podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter and be the authentic woman she was designed to be. Every human heart has been created to be seen, known and loved. So this is the place where women can share their story. Welcome to episode 97. In today's episode, I chat with the beautiful Anna Nuzo. She is an international Catholic singer, songwriter and recording artist. And on the feast day of Our Lady of the Rosary in 2012, she consecrated her life to Jesus through Mary. This was a major blessing and a huge turning point in her life, which jump-started her global music ministry. Through her Marian consecration, Our Lady enkindled in her a tremendous desire and ability to evangelize through her music without any fear and anxiety, which she once had. She now felt limitless and empowered to be truly the woman God had created her to be, using her beautiful voice as a true instrument for God. I sit down and I chat with Anna It is a beautiful story that she shares with us, um, vulnerable parts of her life and her story, and I know you're going to love it too. She's here right now in Australia. Um, She is on tour with Perusia Media, so if you get a chance, she's with Father Chris Ayler. Um, If you get a chance, either in Perth or Melbourne, she is well worth listening to and meeting. So check her out on her website, on Perusia Media's website, and enjoy the sound of her voice. Well, welcome to the podcast, Anna. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) We're very happy to have you. But before we dive into the conversation, I would love for you to tell us who you are and what your life looks like right now. Well, um, I am married with two children, Mm -hmm. two boys, Drake and Luke, that have both recently graduated university. And my husband is a partner in a mechanical contracting business. I live in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, you may have heard of Kenosha from all the riots that happened yeah, a couple thought, years ago. I thought it rung a bell. When you said it before, I thought... That's yes, uh-huh. yes. Unfortunately, we're, we're known for that now, but uh, it's a beautiful city. And I live about an hour north of Chicago. So it's Midwest, it's cold there, um, and your, your fall right now... I'm enjoying it. Um, many of you, you know, you're, you're cold and I'm like, this is spring for us. <laughs> so it's beautiful and it's sunny here. It's so sunny. So I'm, I'm enjoying every day. Um, I am, I, I was an interior designer. I had my own business and I would sing part-time for weddings and funerals and mass, volunteering for mass. Um, and since the Marian consecration in 2012, my life changed. My life changed, and and this is, I promote um, consecrating to Jesus through Mary um, for everyone, even children, children and adults and families, and renewing your consecration because she really has uh, ignited my heart on fire for Jesus and has used my gifts. We all have gifts and talents that we're born with. Uses my gifts, literally, um, as an instrument for God and, and bringing me all over the world, like like Sydney, Australia, which has been a dream since I was a little girl oh, wow. to be here. And I, I don't think you know this, tomorrow is my birthday. May 24th is my birthday, I'll be 52. And it's, of course, the Feast of Our Lady Help of Christians. But I, I didn't know she's the patroness of Australia until like two weeks ago. And Charbel, Perusia Media, you know, who brought me here, did not know it was going to be over my birthday. So I call it a God incidence. You've heard that, right? God, not a, there's no coincidences, God incidences. Our Lady brought me here for her feast day, my birthday, in the country she's patroness of. So the dovetail 
You, you can't, you couldn't like plan it, could you? You couldn't. The Holy Spirit is so clever that he just dovetails everything so perfectly. Well, we're so happy that you're here. Thank you. Welcome to sunny Australia. Thank you. Yes, sunny Australia. <laughs> and I am dying to hear your story. So let's start. Um, you've, have you always been Catholic? Yes. Yeah. Cradle Catholic. Mm -hmm. My parents immigrated to Kenosha from Italy. So I'm full-blooded Italian, grew up speaking Italian, loving the culture, um, eating all the pasta and the bread and everything. Um, and part of my story is that when many immigrants come here, you know, they, they bring with them the traditions and everything, but they also bring with them, you know, their fears. They're, they're, they're excited to be in a new country and raise a family in America, but it's scary. They didn't know the language. You know, they, they only knew a few people. So with that, you know, they're raising their family and learning the language and adjusting. You know, I, I grew up with, with a lot of fear and anxiety. Um, I, was, I was a very happy child, but I didn't realize till later in life how, how that affects me. And uh, one example is through my singing, I was, I was very nervous to sing a solo. I was happy to sing in a small group um, anytime, but if anyone asked for a, a volunteer for a solo, my hand would not go up. <laughs> I, was, um, I was filled with stage fright, anxiety, and this is in church, you know. Self-doubt. Self-doubt, absolutely. I didn't have the confidence. Um, and this continued. Uh, through high school, I was asked to sing for weddings and funerals, and I said yes because I did believe that our, I had this gift of music, and I wanted to share it. And I would just pray, pray, pray so hard and um, feel all this anxiety in me, and I would sing the psalm response, which is the first song at a wedding, and after halfway through, the anxiety would go away, and I would be fine. But... I sang for so many weddings and funerals. This was the this was the constant in my life. This anxiety, this very extreme anxiety and fear that am I going to make a mistake? Um, every, every, How did it manifest? Just just it, internally, or it was internally, and it was it was physically like you know in my stomach. I would be sick. Yeah, couldn't eat. Go to the bathroom. This whole sort of thing. Um, and so what I would do is I would just pray really hard to our Lord to, to help me get through, get through it. And, and I always did. I always did. But next weekend, if I had to sing for another wedding, it would manifest the same way. And I didn't, I didn't mention this at the retreat today, but we know that the evil one does not want us to use our gifts and talents to glorify God, right? So he's a liar. So all these lies, he would tell me, you're not good enough you're going to screw up, um, someone else can sing it better, all these things. I'm sure everyone can relate to that in, in, in their lives, but I believed him. Um, until 2012, so I was about 40, 40, 41, um, I was invited by someone at my church to do the Marian consecration, and I didn't even know what that was. Cradle Catholic. Went to Catholic school my whole life. Didn't know what it was. Um, <clears throat> so when I asked her, what is that? She said, it's, it's giving your yes to Our Lady that she br um, brings you closer to Jesus. You give her all your, all your gifts and talents and worries and fears and, and let her do with it what's to be done. And she also will set your heart on fire for Jesus. So I said, sign me up. So what we did at our parish at St. Anne's in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin, we did the 33 Days to Morning Glory book study program with Father Michael Gately, who's a Marian father. And the first day of that class, I came home and I was moved to go into my piano room, which is right off to the side of my front door, and turn this beautiful prayer into a song. And I had never written a song before, 
I am a self-taught pianist. Since I was a little girl, I just had this desire to play the piano, and my dad bought me one at a rummage sale, and I loved that piano. And I can play by ear. So I would hear songs on the radio or at church, and I'd go home and I'd figure them out. So, but I never felt like writing a song. Here I was. I knew I had to turn this beautiful, this prayer into lyrics and uh, turn it into a song. So I sat at my piano. I prayed to Our Lady. I prayed for the Holy Spirit to come and help me do this. So I've never done this before, but I just felt I was drawn, drawn to my piano to do this. So I just started playing and had the lyrics in front of me, and it was sort of like an out-of-body experience because before I knew it, the song, I sang the song, it was done. And it was like half hour later, tops, an hour. It just felt like five minutes, though. But I was left, head to toe, goosebumps, tears just pouring down my face. It was the gift of tears. It was my first time experiencing that. And I felt so much joy and peace. And yet I was just struck with surprise and shock and wonder and like, what just happened? What just happened? And I also felt in my heart, like though I saw the word limitless, limitless. So Our Lady, was removing all these self-constraints I put on myself, all these fears, like I wouldn't even drive on the highway, things like this. Um, you know, what if something happens? I would always just stay in the city. All these, I mean, I was a wife, a mom at this time, and I think I hid it well, but I felt free, instantly free, and when my husband came home, of course, I told him what happened, and he was amazed. And from that day forward, all of these songs started pouring out of me. I would write a song a day, just at the piano, writing, taking all these prayers, like the Memorare, the Our Father, the Divine Mercy, Saint, Saint Michael the Archangel, the Guardian Angel Prayer, um, <clears throat> Hail Holy Queen, so many Marian prayers and other prayers. St. Joseph consecration prayer, um, just so many. And he'd come home from work, what'd you do today? And I'd say, right I wrote another song. He's like, what, really? And my kids too? So um, it was life-changing. So what happened was I would start myself singing and playing at church, which I never played at church before. I would canter. For like meditation, I'd slide in, and so the, the confidence she gave me to do that because it was an epiphany that it's not about me. Yeah. It's not about me. It's about glorifying God, bringing people to Him through Our Lady. And it removed all my, it was instant, removed my fears, not only for my stage fright, but in other parts of my life. So <clears throat> it was huge because I was very sheltered. I was raised very sheltered and strict by my, by my parents, and they loved us so much. They didn't want anything to happen to us, right? So um, she transformed a shy, I say she transformed a shy, quiet, little Italian girl into a fearless, a fearless promoter. Hmm? Performer, I mean, singer, songwriter, songwriter. You know, I knew I was a singer, but songwriter, it's not easy. <laughs> um, and that she's called me to, to share these songs, these prayers. Most of them are prayer songs throughout the world. Um, and I travel a lot by myself. My husband comes to conferences once in a while when he can, but you know, he works very hard and um, I flew here by myself, and uh, so many people are like, "Are you, you're flying by yourself?" And I'm like, "Yeah, Easy. our lady's got me. Everything, smooth sailing, smooth. Never had a problem with things 
that I'm going for a mission or I'm going for a retreat or I'm going to sing for this. And I think it's, it's to me, it just reiterates how, Jesus, I trust in you. The more you trust, I was about to the ask more you, he, the more he provides. Do you sing the litany of trust? No. No. I've heard of it, though, but yeah. I don't. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, well maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I will pray about that. Maybe I should. But it's so important. Um, and I, I just, looking back on my life, I can't believe it. I've sung at the Vatican. I've sung at Carnegie Hall. I've sung throughout the Holy Land and Italy and Poland and the Caribbean and Canada. And, and now I'm adding this continent to my <laughs> list. But it's, it's, to me, it's all Our Lady because she opens doors. If she opens the doors. And I just say yes. <laughs> she, she wants our yes. She wants our trust. And she's, she's bringing me closer to Jesus every day. Um, and I love her so much. So there's, there's a lot that has happened since my consecration, some, some suffering and with, with my, my parents and things like that that I've shared. But my songs also come from that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. When you said she opens doors, what came to my mind was that um, Carol Houselander says that um, God created the door of heaven so small that you have to get down on your knees like a child. And isn't that right? It was you surrendering, realizing it's not about you. It's being very childlike, not childish. But we have to get down on our knees before our Lord. We do. Enter. Absolutely. And if you've ever been to the Church of the Nativity. No, in, I've never been to the Holy Land. Oh, okay. Okay. In Bethlehem. So I've been there twice and I'm leading another pilgrimage there this Advent. All right, I'll come. Okay. <laughs> uh, flyers on my website. Um, <clears throat> to get inside the Church of the Nativity, it's a really little short door carved out of the stone. And everyone has to kneel down to get in. Everyone. It's so beautiful. Yeah, to get down then into yeah. the cave where he was yeah, born. Yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful. That's what that reminded me of, and that's so beautiful. Yes, we have to lower so, ourselves, like you know, the humble, of a, the humble of a ourselves. Because our lady was a child. She was a small girl. <sighs> yeah, she was like 15. Yeah, yeah. so we have mm -hmm. to. When she had him. We even have, you know, like the wise men, they had to get off the camels to see the baby Jesus. Yeah, humbling ourselves. Yeah, it's, yeah. Surrender. Like, Surrendering. It's not up to me. If, help me to get out of the way of myself. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. We, we try to control, right? Some of us try to control everything. And of course, you need some of that. You can have your plans. But it's yeah. that being open, having your heart open to um, listening to what God's will yeah. so is for you. So you did the 33 days. Yes, yes. Uh, every day you wrote a new song or was it progressive? basically. Pretty much every day. Um, yeah, I wrote so many songs. And then um, friends that would hear me sing at my church were like, you need to make a CD. I'm like, really? <laughs> it, you think people won't, would want to hear this? <laughs> and they're like, absolutely. So it was going to be a really, I, I researched it. It was going to be a big investment. And I talked to my husband about it, and he said, you know what, we'll, we'll sacrifice, we'll do this, and we'll just give it to Our Lady, not expecting anything. Mm. It was our, our gift. And so I went in the studio, I produced the whole thing. I have a lot of musician friends that, of course, God has brought into my life. So my, my, my CDs have many in, you know, instruments, violin, strings, um, percussion, I play piano, but a friend of mine plays even better than I do. So he's on a lot of my tracks. And um, guitar, whatnot. So the CDs, you know, there, it was a labor of love. It's called Be Love, my first CD. It's this one. It's this one. So that has... Look at you as a brunette. Yes, that's my natural color. <laughs> Gorgeous. Um, so that was 2014. Uh-huh. <clears throat> So not long after, two years. Yes. After about two years, I finally yeah, did the first CD. And then, so that's when 
you know, it went out on all of the digital platforms, and that's when other people heard of me, and that's when they started contacting me to, to come and sing. Yeah. So it started from there. It started then. So what's your devotion to Our Lady of... Our Lady of Guadalupe. Well, my son, my first son, was born on December 11th. Mm -hmm. So, you know, her feast day is the 12th. And actually, I didn't really think much about her until that. So I just always sort of felt her in his life. Mm -hmm. And then 14 months later, my other son was born in February, February 6th. <clears throat> She's the patroness of America's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She is. And I haven't been there yet. I haven't been to Mexico City yet, but that's, of course, on my bucket list, and I hope my son will want to come with me. Um, so it's really, you know, it's really just that. I've always felt her sort of there mm -hmm. in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, I have, as far as my, like, personal stronger devotions, um, of course, the Immaculate Heart of Mary with the consecration, and then mm -hmm. Jesus, the Divine Mercy. So a lot happened with my father on his deathbed that um, I felt... I felt that he wanted my mother to forgive him for some things. And so he was in hospice at home, and it was my night to be with my mom in case something happened. And that's what I told her. Like, I never talked about things like that with my mom before. So did right? you know that there was an issue between them? I knew them? there was an issue between okay. them. Yeah. And so I told her. I said, Ma, I think Papa's holding on for your forgiveness. And she said, I forgive. I forgive. And I'm like, I don't think you really did. So then we get into it, and it's me and her at his bedside. And she, we're crying, and she's from her heart. You know, forgiveness can be a decision. It can be a decision. And it doesn't mean you forget, but you forgive. And she truly let it out and let him go. Um, and he, he died that evening. And I found out later that when I was talking to a priest, another priest friend of mine, because this was back, this was over 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about Divine Mercy. I didn't know about the devotion. I didn't know about any of that. Were either of your parents, did they have a devotion to the Divine Mercy or...? To Our Lady? My mom had a devotion to Our Lady. Mm -hmm. Prayed the rosary all the time. Mm -hmm. My dad was Catholic, but he didn't practice. Mm -hmm. He didn't go to church. He didn't go to confession. Mm -hmm. My mom raised us in the faith. So I didn't find out till after my mom died that she had a devotion to the Divine Mercy because she didn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. She was very private in her faith, which is fine. But I, when I started learning about Divine Mercy and I was going through just her things, I found all these divine mercies. Like, she knew, and she didn't tell me. So, <clears throat> it's okay. All in God's time. I was going to say, the economy of God, don't worry. Don't worry, don't worry. So, I told a priest, um, I told a priest about this story, and he told me that because, he said, I was an instrument of divine mercy, because I helped my mom to open her heart to forgive my dad. That allowed my dad to open his heart and ask God for mercy. Hmm. Ask God for mercy. So he hadn't gone to confession, okay, in years. Wasn't a practicing Catholic. So we all know where that leads if, if you don't ask for God's mercy. So he asked for God's mercy. And this priest, who's very charismatic, and he's an exorcist, and he's very powerful, he told me, my father would have been in hell if I wasn't there to be an instrument of mercy, which allowed him to ask for God's mercy. Otherwise, he, wasn't, he didn't feel worthy to ask for God's mercy. But because my mom forgave him, he's like, maybe I'm worthy. 
And he was unconscious the whole time, hmm. but he heard everything. So <clears throat> that's huge. That was huge in my life. So how, how do we become an instrument of mercy? By just hmm. being? <laughs> how do we do it? Well, uh, I mean, there's, there's many acts of mercy yeah. we can do, right? There's all the acts of mercy, yeah. uh, visiting people that are sick you know, feeding the poor, um, all these things. Yes, yes, there's all of the, the acts of mercy. Um, and for me it was, because Father Chris Alar, who's coming here, says the only non-forgivable sin, the only unforgivable sin we can have is not asking for God's mercy. That's unforgivable. Because it's not like trusting and yeah. giving it up to him. That's Pride. It's a gift of like against the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that's the that's the only unforgivable sin. So <clears throat> I think I mean with me it was showing my mother. Well, listen, the our father forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. So that's what I did. I inspired my mom to forgive him. Um, and by her doing that made him feel worthy enough to ask for forgiveness. So I just inspired my mom to let it go, forgive him, and that was an act of mercy. It's, it's so beautiful. We're so lucky in the Catholic faith to have all these different avenues mm. to, to bring about mercy. So just by mere fact of you suggesting to your mother um, opens a window, like God is trying to use all things to yes. speak to us. And it's just in, the, in our faith, we have so many different ways that we can actually um, use as channels to bring about God's mercy in somebody's life. Um, and we don't understand the power of our yes. Like, you didn't have to. Right. You didn't have to. You could have thought, oh, she's already forgiven him. She yes. told me. Yes. And it's not my business anyway, what, what happened between yes. them. Yes. Um, but, the, but your fidelity to your yes at that moment mm. has eternal consequences. Mm. Yes. And we don't realize that. Eternal consequences. Yeah. Like, it's I can't incredible. believe it. Yeah. And I didn't even, like I said, I didn't even know about divine mercy. I didn't even know. Because it was the Holy Spirit, right? It was the Holy Spirit. And I was, thank, thank God, I was, I was listening. Mm. And I, I was in tune and, yeah. yeah, said yes, like you said. Say yes. Just uh, small things. It, like, it, it's not generally massive, big, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. lightning bolts from the sky. It is just that small, still mm. voice. And we just say yes. We just say yes. And I, so I'm thinking of St. Therese of Lisieux mm -hmm. and the little flower, all the little ways, the little ways to spread God's love and to get to heaven. Baby steps, right? Little things that we don't even realize. There's that small door again. Small. <laughs> yes, that, that's a theme. Yeah. Yes. Small, be humble. Yeah. It doesn't have to be big and flashy. No. And it's often not. It's actually. It's often not. <laughs> it never is. <laughs> <laughs> It's often not. And then that example, just how that, you know, I've shared this with my kids. I've shared this. Um, and anything, anything to help us help each other, yeah. right? The body of Christ. We all need each other. We do. Yeah. We all need each other. For, for the good, like, it's amazing what one... Mm -hmm active what one yes can bring about so much mercy and one no can bring about so much destruction mm -hmm. it's it's incredibly humbling and also i'm going to say fear like you can be overwhelmed but we have to trust him he does yeah. the rest he does it all we just have yeah. to say yes yeah how beautiful. So how did you get in contact with Father Chris? Is he your parish priest? No, 
he, um, so I was living in Kenosha. He was living at the Shrine in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. So how far away is that for us Aussies? Two-hour no plane ride. <laughs> oh, okay. So. I think 16 hours. Oh, okay. So not close at all. Not close at all. Um, I was in the Twin Cities, mm -hmm. St. Paul, Minnesota. I was working on um, a movie, Power in My Hands. It's a, a beautiful rosary film. Father Don Calloway's in it. Jeff mm -hmm. Caven's in it. And um, <clears throat> so I was there, and uh, I was with two girlfriends, and we decided filming ended on a certain time on Friday, the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. So we said, let's go to the cathedral and go to confession and go to mass. So, so we did, and we got in the pews for confession. They had three confessionals. You know, red light, green light. <laughs> um, it's always very confusing when that's your first. It's like, what? <laughs> Can they hear me? <laughs> I know, I know. So um, my friend went in to one of them, to like the one that opened. She went in that one. And then the two on the sides, um, people kept going in and out, in and out. My friend's still in there. <laughs> she, and she goes to confession every week. I swear. And she's still in there. And I'm like, she didn't see the sign that says make an appointment if you're going to be. So I'm teasing. She's doing a general confession. I don't know, but she, I love her so much. I'm teasing her. I always say that. So I'm like, Hurry I up. won't say her name. But so then finally she comes out. <laughs> she comes out. And see, I wasn't seated next to her because I went to the bathroom before. Because we got there. I had to go to the bathroom. They went in line. So, she, so I was like a few rows behind that, my friends. But by the time Margie came out, it was my turn. So I went in the middle one, right after her. I go in, there's a kneeler, you can kneel. And I'm like, I don't know anyone here. I'm going to go around and just do face to face. <laughs> I know. It's always it's like, should I? Should I? Who am I going to know in Minnesota? You know, I wasn't even doing anything yet. So um, I went around and it's this this young, you know, good-looking priest, and he looked cool, and I'm like, okay, nice, okay, you know, God provides, yeah. you know. So I, I give my confession, and then he gives me wonderful advice, like phenomenal. And then he said, for your penance, I'd like you to recite a decade of the Divine Mercy Chaplet. I'm, I'm with the Marian Fathers uh, at the Divine Mercy Shrine, and we promote, you know, devotion to the Divine Mercy. And I said... You're with the Marian Fathers? Uh, I just composed, because I did, a whole Divine Mercy chaplet to song. And I want to create a booklet inside the CD with parts from your website. Like, who is St. Faustina? How do you pray the chaplet? I wanted it to be a teaching tool. This, right here. Um, this one? Yes. So, because Divine Mercy Chapel was still new. It, that was 2015, early yeah. 2015, and it was still new. So I'm like, I want to teach people. Yeah. I mean, the Holy Spirit had me write this. Had your father died? Yes. Point? Yeah. So yeah. that had happened. Okay. He had died already. And um, so he said, well, that, I can help you with that. So he gave me his card, and he said, you know, call me next week. So through meeting him, I was able to... Um, get all the permissions and get my CD done. And while I was in the studio, Pope Francis had announced it will be the year of mercy mm -hmm. starting, at, like, was it uh, November, De November, December of 2015? Yeah. Yeah. So talk about providence, yeah. God's providence. I was already, like, finishing this recording, so it would be ready. Who, who knew, knew it was going to be? Who knew? <laughs> he did. He did. And then 2016, they invited me to sing for the... The Year of Mercy at the National Shrine of Divine Mercy. So that was the first in time Poland I... Or in Poland? In, in Stockbridge. In, in Stockbridge, Stockbridge, Massachusetts. So where Father Chris was. Yeah. So um, that, that's when our relationship began in 2015. And then, um, and then it was so... I was going to say another God incident because after I met him, then that fall, I was called to sing for a mission in Connecticut. And he was the priest they called to do the mission. So... <laughs> It's not like he and I arranged that. Yeah. The Holy Spirit arranged that. Yeah. So we did our first mission together, and it was, like, amazing. So I've learned so much from him through the years, and now he's provincial superior of the Marians. He was officially, he was interim, and now he was officially elected for the next six years. 
Fantastic. He's the big cheese of the, <laughs> that's a Wisconsin term, but, um, so just to the see. Ducks guts. What? The ducks guts, yeah. Like Is maybe. that what you say? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been blessed to do, you know, many conferences, missions, retreats with Father Chris, and now here in Australia. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, so I've done six CDs in six years. A bit like the 33 songs in 33 days. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he and I also recorded a rosary CD together. So f there's Father oh, yeah. Chris and I. So I have my instrumental music behind it. And people can listen to that on YouTube, on all the digital streaming sites. All my music is on digital streaming. Beautiful. So this is great. And whoever's coming to our events, we'll autograph them. So I autograph all my CDs, and he and I autograph that together. It's very special. So would you uh, sing the rosary, or do you say it? I don't sing it. Okay. I say it. Uh -huh. I recite. Father Chris leads it, and I'm the response. And I put, uh, we do all the mysteries, and I also put a, a new song on that called Mary, My Mother. So I sing one song. And that CD is, you can only fit like, I don't know if it's 76 minutes on a CD. It's 76 minutes <laughs> because all the mysteries and the song. And it, so it's very beautiful. And so many people are praying the rosary, you know, with that. Thank I you. just, oh, you're welcome. We just, oh, to inspire prayer, yeah. you know, um, is such a blessing. What's your favorite prayer to sing? <laughs> That's a tough question. Um, so the three o'clock hour prayer, the beginning of the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Mm -hmm. I say that, and it's probably tied with the Our Father. I'm going to have to say three. <laughs> and then my Marian... very Trinitarian of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. And my Marian Consecration song, because that's the first song I wrote, and it's a prayer. So... Beautiful. I'm going to have to listen. No one ever asked me that question. So, <laughs> <laughs> But what's great is Perusia Media, Media now put all six albums of mine on a flash drive because so many people don't have CD players anymore. So now they can just listen to this. They just pop it into their computer. Pop it in their computer or some cars have flash drives. Oh, and, yeah. Yep. yeah and you'll too. have all my albums as well as the booklets. The Divine Mercy booklet is on there in PDF and so is the the Marian Apparition CD booklet, where what I talk about idea. all the Marian Apparition songs. Um, yeah, and then I have this bracelet like I was showing you. So many girls bought it today. It's got the um, Our Lady from all the Apparition sites that I sing about. So yeah. it goes with this. Let, let me see. Have yeah. you got, oh, you've got Our Lady of Knock. Our Lady of Knock. I sing that song. Um, uh, La Salette. Mm -hmm. Lords, Fatima. Mother with the Golden Heart. Mm -hmm. Never heard. I know. Many of these I'd never heard of. And it says the country yeah. and everything. Yes. So I wrote many of these songs because there weren't songs. And I took the prayers to Our Lady from those sites and I, and I turned those into. Beautiful. They're beautiful prayers. Hope of the Hopeless, Our Lady of Hope. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That prayer moved me to tears when I first read it. And that's a very powerful song. Oh, wow. So the, the, this booklet talks about each of the apparitions. Mm -hmm. It's really beautiful, if you hold Take that, it. Jessica. Um, see, so we have, this is uh, the only Marian-approved Marian apparition site in, in the United States, and it's in Wisconsin. It's Can't Champion. <laughs> I know, Champion, Wisconsin. So I wrote that song. It's, uh, have you been there? Oh, many times. Yeah. yeah. It's about three hours north of me. Have you been to many of these places? Um, to the apparition sites? Yeah. No, I haven't, not yet. Any besides? Um, <clears throat> besides Our Lady of Good Help. Help. Um, well, I've been to I've been to France, but I, I this was before I was like really into my faith, mm -hmm. so I wasn't at any of the apparition sites. Um, so no, I haven't been to any of these yet. Rwanda, Our Lady of Kibeho's on mm -hmm. here. That song's amazing. Um, I haven't even been to Mexico City yet, but I know it'll, you will. in God's time, it'll happen. Um, yeah. How beautiful. But the, at least we have, we have the music for the sites now. Yes, it's, I love it's this. very, it's very 
unique. That's it's the only Marian apparition CD in the world. Fantastic. And mm -hmm. we can get it through Perusia? You can get it through Perusia. Or, or over the weekend? Yes, I'll, I'll be here um, all weekend. And well, I'll be here till June 5th. Mm -hmm. So right. if anyone wants to contact Perusia Media, I'm here. Yep, awesome. But we can. You can get those through Perusia Media. Yep. Yep, you can get these um, and all these items. And uh, what's this? The, these are, <clears throat> which one shall I grab? I'll go grab this one. Um, these are pouches, blessing pouches. So the same Catholic company that creates the tilmas and the bracelets creates these beautiful pouches. You can use them to hold your chapel veil, your rosaries, your prayer cards. So many people don't know what to do with their prayer cards. And like a little sacred journal with a pen, people bring these into adoration, mm. uh, bring them into church. But you can also hang them. Like, of course, Father Chris says, hang an image of the divine mercy in your home. And um, this one, actually, I have different ones with, this was an older one, but the new ones, which I have, have St. Faustina and Jesus on the back. So, um, that's what these are, and get them blessed. So you can get them blessed by Father Chris when he's here, or any, any deacon or priest. And then they're a sacramental, yeah. and, and they protect your home. A lot of people hang them on the, the bedposts of their children or, or their grandchildren, yes. and they're protectors. So I have Our Lady and St. Michael the Archangel and Sacred Heart of Jesus and just so many beautiful they're made out of felt yeah and they feel so beautiful they feel so beautiful oh yeah please show that one I because i know it's 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 100 percent velvet and then the guadalupe one has saint juan diego yeah the, they're beautiful they're beautiful i have fatima i mean i'll put them on the cradle How yes yes you know, it's a great place to keep your rosaries. I know many people have more than one. You can keep yeah. them all in here. Oh, I know. It's handy. You know, every book I have, you open it up and it's prayer cards fall out. Yes, I know, like bookmarks. Like you don't or, know where to keep them. You don't so know where to keep, keep them. them. Here. And they make great, they're special gifts. They're not in Australia, so I only, I'm the only one who has them. Oh, they're so beautiful. They're really tactile. They're beautiful. They're selling like crazy and... Um, but it's a great gift for confirmation, for communion, mm. for wedding, birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day. So um, I'll have them at, at all of the Sydney events with Father Chris and in um, the Divine Mercy Shrine in Melbourne. Mm -hmm, that Anna told me about. <laughs> yes, yes. I can't wait to be there. How lovely. Mm -hmm. um, so you went from singing at all these events, from a shy girl to this yes. performer. Yes. And... How is how is has your husband seen a change in you? What, like how how did the dynamics at home? Oh how did boy! That, oh yes, there? and my children. Yeah, um, my children, my husband. Did they think you had gone a bit crazy? It's <laughs> no, mean, an honest question because you you know yeah you don't want them to think that you've gone mad. Yeah, no, no, they just were amazed because um, they would see me writing all these songs at the piano and. And then when I was being sent out, because um, my kids at the time, I mean, they were young teenagers, you know, and we sent them to, you know, Catholic high school. Um, and actually, they're both musical too. So Drake sings and plays piano and Luke plays guitar. So Luke, I asked him to do, well, I asked them both to do events with me and Drake was into other things, um, video games and, you know, he has his... And so he's like, not interested. I'm not going to force him. But Luke said yes. So Luke taught all, learned all my songs. As a mother, that must be so beautiful. Yes, so we had time together where I'm teaching him. and um, Because I prefer, honestly, to... I preferred that, to have him play, and then I can just focus on singing. Mm. So it was, it was easier. Um, but most of the time, I'm like I am here, I sing and I play, which I love. But to have him for the years that he was home before college, it's priceless to me. Yeah. And um, then they go off to college and they don't practice their faith. But I'm sure he still sings some of those things. So yeah, we, we pray for our youth. I pray for my kids every day um, that, they, that they return to, you know, daily, well, not daily mass, but so if they can return to weekly mass and 
urging them to go to confession and so they have girlfriends now and so this is our prayer and and I trust I do I trust so I know they'll be they'll be taken care of and we time. know the mercy yes God. yes yes and they know they know the faith yeah upwards and downwards so um, you know I wasn't as faith-filled as I was then either yeah. we it's never too late. We're all on a journey. We're all on a pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah we're all on a pilgrimage. and um, um, We have to trust. We have to trust and we have to say yes. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Just the small yeses. And then they turn into little openings, which he does the rest. Mm -hmm. They just have to have a tiny, tiny part of their ho uh, heart that has, an in you know, just a small crack. And then when the water starts to fill it, the Holy Spirit, and he opens up and it opens up and it widens and it gets bigger. And like you said, music is what brought you back. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't, so growing up, I was Catholic. I am Catholic, have been Catholic my whole life. Mm -hmm. But music um, played a massive part of my reversion because listening to worship music was something that we never did. And when I started to hear it, it just gave language to, the, to my heart that I couldn't put words to. Um, and it, it just opened up a whole other dimension of worship. Um, and even today, like I will listen to music in the car, my husband looks at my Spotify playlist and just says, do you listen to anything other than? <laughs> no, why, why would why I? I? <laughs> I know, I'm the same way. I know. And it's all sorts. It's, it's you know, Latin music. Gregorian. To Gregorian mm -hmm. chants to um, Hillsong. Yes. Everything. Everything. Will Reagan, I think that's his name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The sails, is it open the sails of my heart? I was listening to that yesterday in adoration, just bawling. Like, man, he uses all things to speak to us and music in particular has such power um, because we don't have to work at it. I think that's, you just have to surrender to it. And it yes. Takes over. Yes. It really just goes straight to the heart, doesn't mm -hmm. it? And I, I do. I think music's so powerful, um, so healing, and um, it's soothing. It's soothing. And I think that's we all want to be safe, soothed, seen, and secure. Mm. And I think music does that. It does all of that, especially, you know, music that is prayerful. That is worship, that is, you know. Um, it's personal. Mm. It becomes personal, you know, because we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. We can all Identify. relate. Yes. Yeah. We all have sufferings in our life. We all have our crosses to carry. Mm. And, um, and music can, yeah, it, it bonds us. Mm. It helps to bond us and, and healing. It's anointed. It's anointed. It's, it's healing. Um, and just to play a small role in that, I'm, I'm just honored. And uh, it just gives me so much joy. I wasn't going to ask you, but I can ask you, would you sing us out? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> or you can play a song, but yes. I um, can play a song. You can, can play, play a song, song, but sure, I can sing a little bit. Um, what do I want to sing? I'll sing, how about um, the Our Father? Well, we I all know the words. We all know the words. <laughs> the Lord's Prayer. Um. Before, before you start, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I, I think we should end it on there. Sure. I would love for you to tell us something that brought you joy this week. Oh. Um, so many things. <laughs> so many things. I've only, I haven't even been here a week yet. But um, I, I am moved by... Uh, so this is a, a, a woman, a woman who I met here, and uh, I'm staying at her place. Mm -hmm. I was staying at her place, and she has a, a, a cross in her life. 
a very difficult cross in her life and yet she is so generous and so giving and so loving to everyone else to everyone else um, so her example she inspires me so much she inspires me so much and just the moments with her bring me joy and we've connected like immediately mm. um, and so I did go and I, I sang at her church on Sunday because I wasn't doing anything that morning and she arranged it and then and it was so beautiful and then the pastor the, the pastor and the other priest gifted me with a statue of Our Lady Help of Christians they got me this statue so I'm crying you know because I was just going there to sing I don't expect anything they gave me the statue and then the priest blesses me with this bless blessing for the missionaries he said you're a missionary you're mm -hmm. sent out to bring God to others so I'm like oh yes <laughs> so I have the statue which I've never I have many statues that I collect of, of Mary and different saints never seen a Mary Help of Christian statue before. Mm -hmm. Now I have one. And she's on your birthday. And it's my birthday tomorrow, and I'm here. So that was an overwhelming moment. So I think I told you two. <laughs> two <laughs> moments that brought me joy. And, um, How beautiful. It's so beautiful. I mean, that they thought of me to, to give me this statue, and that her, her example of mercy yeah. and, and love, she's... she's well, there's a few yeah. more examples of just small yeses, but how impactful they are. We don't realize the impact we have on people. We don't. We don't. Just by, yes. Saying yes. Saying yes, our example. Mm -hmm. well, that's beautiful. Thank you, Anna. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, thank you, Jessica. For being here. It's an honor and a privilege. Mm -hmm. Okay, right, so let's... I will sing the Our Father. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Father and Son, the Holy Spirit. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> it's beautiful.